0: To the Cross the Line podcast, my name is Carl Smith, and I have another special guest with me today. We are in Northwoods Mall with entrepreneur Mr. Jordan Jackson. How are you doing? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. Now, now, your story is pretty much similar to the pastor that we had on, Pastor Aiken. Where what happened was that I actually saw your story. Somebody was just my friends on Facebook were just sharing the story wow. the same way his. They shared here so i was like let me check it out and the article said that you were the youngest entrepreneur in Northwood mall history so my first question for you is how does it feel to know that you made history um it feels good but then to like a certain point it's
1: like it's so sad that it took this long right for like somebody to become like the youngest rather if we were like in like atlanta or something that's like the norm mm-hmm. or some other place or like new york city it's the norm to be like a young boss like when you go to like Lennox or some, uh, somewhere in Atlanta, you see people driving like Range Rovers and G-Wagons That's and true. stuff. So I guess like it's amazing to know that Charleston is like revolving and like moving forward. So It's
0: kind of like walking to South Carolina because yeah. we're kind of slow on a lot of stuff around this in yeah. South Carolina. So yeah. it takes us a little bit of time. But actually, um, tell us, how did you actually get into fashion? So I, I haven't really been into
1: fashion like my whole entire life. Mm-hmm. I, I moved here six years ago. And in the middle school, I had to wear a uniform every day. So, like, I guess whenever I moved here, I really had to, like, find out my style. Because before middle school, my mom had me dressed in, like, city trends and stuff. Mm-hmm. Which is nothing wrong with that. But that wasn't, like, my style or whatever. It was just what she wanted to wear. <laughs> but
0: um, I just started, like, I guess experimenting with different styles and... So, so you say you moved here six years ago. Where are you originally from? I'm from Baltimore, Maryland. Baltimore. Wow, okay. Did you um have a hard time adjusting to South Carolina? I did. Yeah. I used to come to visit all the time
1: because I have a lot of family here. Oh, okay. So we will come like at least like once or twice a year to just to visit. And I thought, okay, yeah, that might be a cool place to live whenever my mom like presented it to me. I was like, yeah, that's cool. And then when I moved here, I was so bored. I missed my friends. There was nothing to do. But yeah. now that leaves room for us to create something to do. Absolutely. Did you have any other interests growing up? Yeah, I have a ton of interests. I'm just like one of those type of person people where I literally have to try different things
0: to find out what I like. Mm-hmm. So. Did you have a, so did you, when you say you were trying different things, did you grow up in a family with a lot of entrepreneurs where you saw them experimenting with different?
1: So as far as in Baltimore, my mom always been an entrepreneur, but as far as like in Baltimore, a lot of like my church members were successful entrepreneurs. So that's really where I got
0: it from. But as far as like here in South Carolina, I have a lot of successful family members who are entrepreneurs. Mm -hmm. So that was kind of what influenced you to, to go down that path or? What made you want Really,
1: it? Really, I think it was seeing, like, young people, like, getting. And I was like, okay, yeah, that's possible that I can actually do it. You know, like, seeing, like, the college genders or, like, just the young people, like, just making it happen at a young age
0: without, like, following the path that everybody says that you have to follow these successful. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's it's interesting that you caught on to it early because we, we actually did an interview last week with Miss Taylor Spencer. She's an entrepreneur as well, and we were saying how when we were in school, not that we're old, I'm, I'm 26, but like when we were growing up and we didn't really see a lot of entrepreneurs, like we didn't either they presented to us or we didn't really pay attention to it as, as much because in school, they basically taught us to go make good yeah. grades and, and then after you graduate, go to college and, and then go get a job. They didn't really teach us about entrepreneurship, so it's interesting to see that you caught on to it at a young age and so. I would go ahead. I guess that's the power of social media. I mean, you have access to so
1: many people, different lives. Whether they're like a YouTube vlogger or just an Instagram person,
0: or some type of social media guru somewhere, you have access to seeing like different lifestyles and different lives. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like school in any way prepped you for entrepreneurship? No. Not at all. No. The same. The same <laughs> I same think things. I think my teachers more so
1: helped me become just like a good person. Mm-hmm. Like more than anything. Not as far as like being an entrepreneur. Actually, I did have a few teachers too that I can pick up, Miss Smith, Miss Saldini, actually Miss Brown. And they like helped me whenever I, I told them that I launched an online story. So like during my free time, doing my free time they'll let me work on that. But okay. as far as like the book is the book itself, no. Nah, it's, it, <laughs> no, it's just the same way we I work. took entrepreneurship class. It
0: was a lot of typing and reading the book, but Nope. <laughs> so, so with, with school, um, did you experiment with clothing while you were in school and
1: yeah, different I did. designs?
0: I did. Yeah. yeah. Were Were you comfortable with just wearing anything and letting kids tell you what? Well, hey, I like this or no, I, I don't like it. I never, I never been a person to care what people think mm-hmm. like at all. So, and most of the time, it wasn't like bad feedback at
1: all. Mm-hmm. It's always somebody that's like jealous because they, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know why. People are jealous, but it's always somebody out there that's jealous, though yes.
0: your lifestyle or somebody else's mm-hmm. life. But were, were you I mean, kind of like idea. a were you kind of like a, a go to guy in a sense to where some people are like Hey, Jordan, can you tell me if this is a good look or not?" Yes and no. Mm-hmm. So as far as like
1: freshman year, I was like in the mix, like everywhere, like doing everything. I was everybody's friend, and then I was like. Yeah people aren't really my friends so i was like let me just focus on what i want and so like during that time i would like go home and figure out what i want watch like so many youtube videos of different entrepreneurs who inspired me Mm -hmm. and just figure out what i want so i had
0: to like change my mindset Mm to get where I am now. You said something earlier about you, you open up an a online store, can you, yeah. can you talk about that a little bit? So 21 East was like an accessories brand online. It was just something that I did really on my
1: mom. Mm-hmm. I asked my mom for $300 one day. She was like, what do you mean $300 for? <laughs> and I was like, I want to start an online store. And then she was like, okay, and what are you, like? what are you gonna sell? And she was like, You're gonna make some jewelry again? Because I started like so many different businesses, but I didn't follow up with it. Like, one time I was making like jewelry and I didn't sell it to anybody because I, I don't know, I got embarrassed or something. It's mm-hmm. something about like entrepreneurship in a way where you kind of might get embarrassed to like share it. And so I, I, I researched some um, um hotel companies, ordered a bunch of like glasses and stuff, mm-hmm. and they did. It did bad for the first two months. I only had two sales. One was my sister, and one was my cousin. And so I was like, I gotta figure out a way to like make some money or whatever, or yeah. just to make. My main thing, I'm not. I'm not like the money dude. Money comes whenever you like money comes. Whatever. Whatever. But I like people to like just have nice stuff. So I liked the glasses that we had. So
0: I wanted them to wear it. All right, welcome back to the Cross the Line Podcast. We had to pause for a quick second, but we are back. But Jordan, like you were saying, you were kind of, you know, down a little bit. Like you were saying, when you first started your business and you were you were selling things, and you said yeah. you didn't actually sell a lot. How did that did that affect your mind in any kind of way? Nope, I'm just a hustler. I'm gonna figure it out. Right. Like in my head, I always gotta have like a backup
1: plan or something. Right. Mm-hmm. I just so happened to go on Instagram while I was, like, thinking about ways to, like, make more money or whatever. And I was already posting, but I was, like, hashtagging behind the scenes trying to get people to, like, click on hashtags to buy something. But that never really worked for me, like, at all. Mm-hmm. And so I got on, and I saw, like, all these celebrities tagging Fashion Nova. I was like, I got to I gotta use celebrities. And so I was like, how am I going to get celebrities or whatever? And I remembered that I, I was in contact with a few celebrities that I started um, now with. It was like a live broadcasting um, app that they had before. Instagram had like live and Facebook. Yeah. So I contacted them to see if they would be interested in promoting some of my glasses or whatever. They said, sure, put it on, it sold out instantly. And I was yeah. like, all right, cool, I gotta keep doing this. Now, some of them that I really didn't know, I would send them stuff and they would just keep it and not do anything wow. with it.
0: But hey, that's so, that. so you're saying that you actually knew a couple of celebrities and you just sent them some of your gear and they just started wearing it. Yep. Uh, did you have well, a, they were they were both on Instagram and then tagging my company and their fans were like click on it. And that and, and, and that's yep. what did it. And, <laughs> that, and that's and that was what the 21 Ace Company you said. Yeah. And that's what really made it kind of take off. Yeah. Yeah. So, so do you still kind of do that now, that same kind of formula for, for for Birch and Penn? Do you still tag celebrities and try to have them?
1: No, because we don't have our online store yet.
0: Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I could, but I'm trying to get like
1: my team together right now because mm-hmm. I'm rebuilding my team. I had to like, build my old team. And they were really amazing, but they just weren't salespeople. Mm-hmm. So I'm rebuilding my team now. And... Whenever I have the right people, oh, and my sister starts soon, so I'll be able to, like, have my online store going so I can have somebody to help me package orders. Because mm. that was, like, one of the things that I hated the most, the packaging package. orders. And then you get a lot of customers
0: that say that they didn't get it. And then you go on that Instagram and they're rocking it. <laughs> like, mm. yeah. what, one other question about the celebrity thing. So when you send them stuff, did they say, hey... I'll wear it, but you need to pay me a certain thing. Some people. For, some which people. I respect. That. That's their job, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's their job is to be an influencer. So I respect that. So when when did you realize, you know, after you were selling a lot online, when did you realize it was time to open up your own store? So I was in Atlanta about a year and a half ago, and I
1: visited Rashida at Press. Mm-hmm. Rashida Love hip hop? Yeah, okay. And I visited her store, and I was like, oh, it's cool, I want to have a store like that. Like, just joking. And then I really thought about it. I was like, I actually do want to have a store. I didn't know how I was going to make it happen, but I did not know a year later I was going to have a store. Like, Mm -hmm. I just put it out there. Like, I'm always, like, a put it out there, dude. You speak it into it, I just put some stuff in a yearbook. Like, I forgot what it said, but it was, like, some of, like, my goals Mm -hmm. and like, a career, like, goal that I haven't even... Actually, I've reached it already, <laughs> but I just put it out there so I can force myself to
0: be uncomfortable mm-hmm. and to work for it. I think so that's understand. the I think that's a key, too, as, as an entrepreneur, just stepping out on faith and, you know, getting comfortable with, with being uncomfortable because yeah. you, you never know. And, and that's one of the things I've been doing on my journey, you know, just trying different things, man. And, and not everything is going to work that yeah, you have to be true. OK with. It. OK, it just didn't work. So let me come back to a drawing board and, and, and try something else. So what what would you tell other entrepreneurs in that same situation? I would say you really have to find out what like, what's your niche mm-hmm. and
1: find a way to do it on your own, really, starting at least. I was gonna we were gonna get a loan to open the store. And it was about maybe um, a week after I signed my lease, and I only had four months to get the store together. I, I only had accessories for my 21 mm-hmm. I didn't have any inventory or nothing. It was just like a step out on face type of thing. And so we were. Um, we went to like the loan seminar or whatever. It sounded good, very informational. And then we got papers to fill out. We were on our way back downtown. And I was like, I don't want to get home because I know how hard I, I'm willing to work. Even then, I always knew I never wanted to work for anybody because I know how hard I will work. I mean, not that there's nothing wrong with it, but I can do that for myself. Right. And so I was like, let's just hustle and make it happen. Mm-hmm. And I know how hard I'm willing to work to the point where I don't want
0: anybody to ever be like, I'm the reason why you did that. Mm-hmm. And, ever. and just showing confidence in yourself yep. that, that you can do it. Yeah. And, that, and, that, and that's big, man. So, so the money that you made online you use that as well to help open up the store did that go right back into online so as far as online like i had i started my store a year and a half ago
1: i really only like ran it for about a year and i got discouraged when i went home to baltimore to help my sister raise my niece because i felt like a stay at home like dad in a way like she was a single mom working like long hours and up here i am just staying home watching kids and Mm -hmm. I, i was like this is not cool like but during that time, I really figured out what I worked, what I wanted, which was to actually have like a physical store. Mm-hmm. So me and my sister had an event. We rented the, um, the venue or whatever. It was a networking event. I got all the vendors. I think we had like 12 vendors and they was paying like $50 just to be there or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it happens to be on the coldest day of the year in Baltimore. So none of the people came. So we wow. just had vendors, and I was like, "Oh my gosh!" But it was a good networking, even just for the entrepreneurs, which was great. And so after that, I ended up coming home, like hustling. Like I always did, like small stuff to like make money. Like flip furniture. I would go to the flea market or thrift store to buy like a mirror that's like outdated, spray paint the frames over and make it look modern, sell it for like sixty dollars on offer up Like so, just this come up, yeah. So like. In between that um that three weeks I guess just hustling mm-hmm. just hustling. so 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 21 Ace did spark like my interest in fashion but that's not really the reason of virgin Pen. but it's it's all related
0: though. did you do you still have 21 ace
1: or I do I currently use that as like a website for virgin fin I know it's confusing mm-hmm. but I have a lot of family from Baltimore that ask for like Virgin Pen t shirts or something like that. I haven't had the time to like have somebody
0: build Virgin Pen website yet, like this online store, but I'm working on that. So. Mm-hmm. What kind of, um? so growing up, I know you were saying that you were just hustling and just buying stuff and flipping So did you ever actually work any other kind of jobs or were you always kind of like uh, a yeah, right. work for yourself? This is my first like actual physical store. I like job. Yeah. Wow. That's, that's, that's interesting, man, because it's so so many times now we think that we have to go work for somebody else instead of, you know, working for for, for on our own. Yeah. But it's, I, I really admire that, though.
1: It's, it's kind of crazy to think about because when I was in elementary school, I always told my mom and my dad, my dad thought I was so insane. I was like, I never want to go to college and I never want
0: to work for anybody. I'm just going to figure it out. Man, and I'm telling you, and it's crazy that you're saying that, because to me, looking back now, thinking about it now, like I actually went to college, I went to USC Upstate and graduated, but now sometimes I sit back and I think to myself, was college even worth it because wow. in the long run, like all the student loan debt that I have, and I'm just like, and it, and I didn't even get a job in my field. I had one job in my field that was at a radio station, and I ended up leaving there because my student loans kicked in, so I had to pay $500 a month. So I had a full time job and a part time job. Yeah. So I'm like, man, I did all of this, and now I'm just stuck with this crazy bill. So I'm like, man, I feel like I could have just ended up working a regular job yeah. instead of, I mean, not going to school and figuring things out on my own. Which college education is it's, great, yeah, but it's just the debt that you have it puts you in, and then when you get out, you always, you know, just it's like you always behind the eight ball, just trying to figure yeah. out ways to make this money. I'm like, man, I'm paying five hundred dollars a month. And all these other bills, I'm like, was it really worth it? But, you know, it's so that's one of the things I look back. I'm like, maybe I would have probably after high school, just kind of at least work some kind of job to kind of figure out what I wanted to do instead of just jumping into it. Yeah. And it's kind of weird if you think about
1: it. Like, just imagine. So you go throughout high school or whatever. You don't really learn about, like like life skills at all you. and then like all of a sudden you just got to pick a career path that you mm-hmm. like sometimes people don't even know even like people that's in their, their 50s they still don't know what they want to do people change their careers all the time yeah so that's why i was like i just want to figure out what i want like even if the store isn't like my my long-term thing in the future at least this is like my college like hands-on just learning like businesses so mm-hmm. like hands-on but and I always remember. Sorry, to cut you. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. I always remember like teachers talking about like how they don't get paid enough, or like their bills, or yeah, or even like family members. Like if you want to go somewhere, like oh, I don't have enough money to go, or or like I don't know. It's just yeah. it's it's like one of those things. And I was like, why do I? I don't want to
0: have the same life. Like I want to change this. I want to be able to help people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's weird, like you said in, in school. Oh, Teachers yeah. they teach you, you know, sure you make good grades, go to college, get good, good education, and go work for somebody else. So and this, it's like weird. Like, why do we, why don't they teach us about running our own business and different things like that? And on top of that, when you work for somebody else, it's like, man, I'm I'm grown now, but I have to, still have to ask somebody, hey, can I, can I? And let me be clear, I I'm not knocking it because yeah, I still have another thing, job yeah. right now, mm-hmm. but it's like. To me, I'm, I got to a point where I was working two jobs. I like, man, I can't see myself doing this for the rest of my yeah. life. And if it's, if it's something that you truly enjoy doing, then there's nothing wrong with it. But if you're just working to get a check and you hate your job, yeah. then it's really time to figure out yeah. what you want to do instead. But it's, it is some people out there that don't want to be entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. And that's fine. Met, I never that's met anybody fine. like
1: that. But it's somebody out there that don't want to be entrepreneurs. They want to be like a... Uh, assistant or something like just type in something savvy in Mm -hmm. there which was amazing but everybody had like a different purpose and I feel like when you get to that point where you're uncomfortable with every job or can never afford your bills or hey even like being an entrepreneur it gets hard Mm -hmm. it's real hard sometimes but in the long run you can put you can invest all that time and energy into yourself Mm
0: -hmm. so you can hit the ground running and go out full throttle that's, that's one of the most um, fulfilling parts for me, you know, just being able to, you know, I went to school for broadcasting, so I so I ended up covering the Hornets and Panthers, and um, so now that I'm starting my own gig, is you know, my my the opportunity for me to travel and interview other entrepreneurs and and learn how they started and how that's they so cool, yeah, it, it's interesting, man, and, and just like my 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 friend Calvin, he's like, this is his first time even coming to Charleston, so it wow. makes me feel good to know that. I'm not able to write, pay him right now, but I'm like, hey, man, I appreciate you just coming to help me out. So just for him to have that opportunity to come experience Charleston for the first time, that makes me feel good knowing I've been able to to do something like yeah, that. Yeah,
1: we're welcome to Chuck Town.
0: Yeah, <laughs> and it's hot down here today too. Yeah. Well, <laughs> um, tell me something else about social media. How, how much does social media impact business for entrepreneur? So as far as,
1: well, a lot actually a lot so i remember having a meeting with my pr manager and she was like what do you really want and i was like going viral might be cool and going on steve harvey might be cool and you know i always wanted a reality show so that would be
0: cool Mm -hmm. whatever
1: and so literally she put out the press release that night it was like twenty seven thousand shares and something on facebook which now it's like 9 million or some, something, but that's mm-hmm. only that we can track from the press release. So that's like insane. And on Facebook, no telling what's on Twitter or Instagram or yeah. somewhere else. And, um, and so that, that ended up happening like literally a day later, two days later, the, um, the team that Steve Harvey called, now they didn't follow up, but the fact that I put that out there is like mm-hmm. insane. And then a week or two later, a production company called asking me to be a part of a show, mm-hmm. which is cool. But they're still working on everything. I don't even know if I'm gonna be a part of the show. But the way that my mind my mind work is, okay, say that they didn't follow up, but maybe I'm meant to. Maybe that was meant to
0: show me that I'm supposed to have my own TV show and I'm supposed to be my own producer mm-hmm. or something like that. So. And at least you know somebody's watching, like somebody is paying attention to what you're doing. Like yeah, you crazy. never know who it is, but somebody's just paying attention to to what you're doing, man. So, so you you just gotta keep on going. But um, influences in fashion. I know you said Kylie earlier. Was there anybody else that influenced you? So as far as like, so Jaden Smith always had like a different
1: style. Mm-hmm. I I don't know about the dresses and stuff. That's for him. Yeah, yeah. That's not for me. Yeah. <laughs> but he always had like a different, like a different style. And now I just realized Travis Scott. Like we got similar styles in a way. Yeah. So I guess it's like the
0: Virgin Fitness, like the College Nines, the Travis Scotts, and the yeah. the moms. <laughs> my my favorite um, artist. I, I don't. I wouldn't consider him a fashion group. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess. But he one of the, my my guys uh Fabulous. That's my favorite all-time, all time. One of my favorite all time artists, is Fabulous. But you know what's crazy. I know Fabulous'
1: name and I hear it a lot. I can never put a face with it. Really, like ever, wow.
0: Fab. I got we gotta show you Fab before we lead, man. He, I think he's... whoever helps him dress or whatever, they do, a, they do a good job, man. He does really good. So, like you said earlier, you don't. You don't look for anyone's approval or does your mom help you or you just say? So let me just So my mom is
1: my business manager. Okay. So she helps that because no telling where it will be if I didn't have a business manager or a PR manager or whoever like everybody's so important even like the people on my team that i had to let go they played a very important role and i still like it's like in business they say that don't get like attached or whatever but it's so hard because it's like human beings and i love people i love talking to people so even like my old staff i still love them and i want them to do good and i always had conversations with them like like about their goals, although they worked for me, I always like wanted them to figure out what they really wanted in life. Like mm-hmm. I'm not that person that's like, oh, you have to work in Bridgerton for the rest of your life. That's right. not that's not right at all. Yeah, that's
0: what I wanted. I was gonna ask also, like, what do you like for those for the people that you used to work for? What do you tell them? Because you know they see you as an entrepreneur. Do you do you? And that might not be what they want to do. But like you say, you ask them, hey, what do you want to do? Like, what kind of? What else do they say about? You? Does it? Do you feel like it inspired them to be entrepreneurs? Some of them. Uh, I would I would think so
1: because even like on that first day, that first day was like when I had an interview uh, on the show mm-hmm. or whatever. That was that first day, and it was like, oh my gosh, that's so that's so cool! And they got to see all behind the scenes, like even with like helping me decorate the store. They got to see like what it's really like to like start a business and like having the hustle. Because mm-hmm. although it went viral, we had, like, 10,000 guests come mm-hmm. to the store, but we had 1,000 customers. But to get that 1,000 customers, you still have to hustle. It's a lot of people that say that they're going to support, but they supporting to them might just be walking around and leaving off and mm-hmm. saying, hello, Yeah, I hope you do good. But my type of support is, you know what, let me grab one of those candles right there. And here's $5. Just nice. think, just. dollars just, Just something. Like, yeah, something. like an, a C, let me throw a C or whatever. Mm-hmm. But that's my type of um, support, but support is so many different definitions. But as far as like making
0: money, you have to also. Mm-hmm. What would you say is the hardest part of running your own business? Having the right team. Right team. If you had to lay it out, um, I know you're still young and you are still figure things out, but if you had to lay it out, what would you say is kind of like a, a blueprint for running your business? Beautiful. Figuring out what you want, figuring out
1: how you can attain that, and just not not dwelling on that so so hard. Like just doing it because like it's a lot of people that have amazing ideas. They think about it so long, and they will be like, in five years, I'm gonna quit my job and I'm gonna do this and I'm gonna do that. Why can't you just do it now? Mm-hmm. No telling what's gonna happen in five years. Like, and the way that. The government is going, and so the expenses are rising. No telling what's problems tomorrow. Exactly. So. Yeah, don't
0: don't rely on the government at all, yeah, and don't rely on one stream of income mm-hmm. at all. Multiple, and that's a lot of that's another thing that a lot of entrepreneurs preach is like having multiple streams of income. Because yeah. just working a job, if something happens, and <clears throat> you end up having to lose your job, and then then what? Yeah. So it's always good to kind of have like a, a backup plan or multiple streams of income. Um, how, how did you end up finding this location in the mall? Like, what made you choose the mall? The mall chose me, honestly. So
1: I was, after I told my mom that I wanted to open the store, we started looking at different locations like downtown Charleston and Goose Creek. But downtown was too expensive. Goose Creek was just like the long area to have like a urban store. Mm-hmm. We needed somewhere that already had traffic or that was up and coming, like somewhere new and fresh. Mm -hmm. and so the mall just so happened to have traffic I never thought to look actually it was a thought but I never really like put action behind it to be in the mall and my mom she helped people grow and build businesses for a living Mm -hmm. and she was helping the church that's two doors down have you ever heard of a church being in a mall? no I have yeah so she helped them they made history also is it still in here? yes two doors down okay and um, she helped them with that whole process or whatever and they and they walked past this space and my mom was like, How much is this space? Now at the time I never met the first lady, Miss Charlene. I never met her before. And she was like, Oh, I know why you asked him, because your son is a stylist, he does interior decorating, like the whole night She named everything about me. And I never met her. I was mm-hmm. like, that's insane. Interesting. The mall manager was like, Why don't you just have your son come in and meet me or whatever? So I came in, looked at the space, and I was like, nope, this is horrible. Mm-hmm. And then like something in my mind was like, yeah, I get it. Like it was like this uncomfortable like feeling. Whenever I'm like uncomfortable, I'm gonna do it anyway. <laughs> right. And so it's like this uncomfortable. I guess it was like butterflies in a way. Mm-hmm. And so um, I was like, yeah, I really do want it. But at this time, I, I literally had nothing but like hustle and drive
0: right. and a few classes. <laughs> you you mentioned your mom a lot. Like, how how impactful has she been on on your career so far? So impactful.
1: As far as like. Financially, like investing, like when I said when I started, um, she invested, um, growing it behind the scenes. Cause I don't, I don't know how to get a business license or anything like that. Mm-hmm. I, all I have is like talking to people. I love talking to people, and I know how to hustle. All right, I'm not a salesperson, but I just like having conversations, Absolutely. experiences, and that's I love good experiences,
0: and that's what it's about too. You know, just. Talking to people and having a good conversation, making them feel welcome. Yeah. Also, does your mom? Does she? Um. Does she? Does she let you? You know, experiment with your business, or and let you? You know, if you if you get or if you're about to hit like a little setback, does she let you learn from your mistakes, or is she like, hey, don't do this because this might set you back a lot. So I'm like, one thousand percent
1: like my own boss.
0: Okay. As far as like
1: anything when it comes to like. My mom is, is literally like uh, like I don't know <laughs> she keeps us running like legally mm-hmm. and like she's over like like payroll like different stuff mm-hmm. like that but as far as like the imaging of the store and like getting the products for the store, everything else is like on awesome. mm-hmm. how much time do you actually spend in the shop? Jeez. Uh <laughs> too much time too much. um. Some days I'm here like from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. Hmm. Or 9 a.m. to <laughs> 12 or 1 a.m. But I don't know. It's just like it's almost like it's my kid in a way. Like mm-hmm. I have to spend time here. I have to like grow it or whatever. But I'm not I'm not obsessed with it. Like I, I'll I'll be willing to like step away and like work on other projects. And I have like my core group here like running it mm-hmm. because there's only so much that you can do in 24 hours. And
0: I got the same 24 hours that Michael Jackson and Beyonce had, so. Yeah, So <laughs> what, what what do you try to do like in, in your free time? Because you, you're still young, so you still have to have a life. So what do you try to do like to kind of get away and, and enjoy yourself? I haven't really had much free time yet. But yeah. I really like, I like hanging out. I'm like a chill person.
1: Um, Something that I've really been wanting to do because this is, like, in the long run, I really want a G-Wagon, like, so bad. That's where I want my next car to be. I just want to spend a day at the car dealership, like, just figuring out, like, like looking at different cars. Um, who knows? I might want to Tesla. Or yeah. yeah. like exploring downtown. There's not much really to do in South Carolina. That no, much for like young people. Work. But as far as like exploring, I love exploring. And exploring.
0: I like a good a good day on Kiowa, going on the boat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, just a few more questions and then we'll wrap it up. What's the uh, best advice that you've received?
1: That's the best thing. Um, I don't know if this is advice that I received. I don't know any. I don't know what the best advice that I received, but I know the thing that helped me the most was I started praying consistently, mm-hmm. and everything just was. It's so crazy how it works. Everything just worked out. Like I'm not like a super holy person or whatever. I'm just like regular, regular, mm-hmm. like just figuring it out. But I started praying consistently, and every single thing that like. Even like dreamt of like all presented itself in a matter of like a week, which is
0: insane. Like like all of my major goals. So I think that's that's important though, man. Yeah. You need to have have faith and have have that relationship with God to yeah. to for your dreams to come true, man. Because it because you can't do it alone. Tell anybody you can't do it alone, but you know just having that faith and believing in yourself, it'll definitely carry you and and, and take you a long way. Yeah, I think a a big thing,
1: I've always been like a very independent person and a private person just because like, I maybe because I was always like the youngest kid or whatever. Mm -hmm. And so I've always been private. And so like recently I've been letting like a lot, not letting a lot of people in, but taking like the responsibilities off of myself, like how my mom's my business manager, how I'll have a PR manager and whatever. I would not be able to do this by myself. Like I would probably Mm -hmm. be like in the hospital somewhere because I don't know like my bones would like fall off or something because <laughs> <laughs> so it's so hard but it's not that hard because it's like my passion in a way mm-hmm. so yeah like ha- allowing people to do things that i might not be necessarily that good in like knowing that knowing my strengths and weaknesses and
0: areas that i can let other people handle absolutely really important. and getting help with your business what kind of culture do you, are you trying to set here for your employees So, I'm a really, like I said, I'm a regular schmegler dude. Mm -hmm.
1: I like just, like, good vibes, good atmosphere. Like, some days I want to treat, like, my team for lunch or, Mm -hmm. like, we went to the fair. Like, just different things. I believe in treating people the way that you want to be treated. I'm not the type of person that's going to be yelling at somebody because I don't want anybody yelling at me. First of all, I'm from Baltimore and don't yell at me (laughs) because, hey, Baltimore might come out, but... I just like creating good vibes and especially these days with mental health mental illness is like so big mm-hmm. you never know who might come into your store with like the intentions of hurting themselves or hurting somebody you don't want to trigger that mm-hmm. so like just setting your atmosphere and creating good vibes that's what I mean right? Absolutely. and I want work to be fun mm-hmm. if it's not fun Sadly, it's some people that literally have to do stuff that they don't like. Yeah, but it's true. As far as like creating a space, I don't like anybody to do anything that they don't necessarily. That's not fun to them or not their passion. I, I get that in some jobs that such as like sweeping the floor or something. That's not my favorite thing, but. Yeah. As, as
0: long as, like, the vibe is good, the energy is good. Exactly. So, so that'll make you kind of help. It'll help you tolerate the business even more. If yeah, yeah. If the atmosphere right. is, is a lot better. Yeah. Uh, just a couple more questions. Do you... What other kind of business endeavors are you looking into in the future? If real, any. Real estate has always what been, I'm like, saying. one of
1: my top. I want to buy a house before I turn 20. Now, that doesn't mean... So you're still 19? Be- yeah, man, uh, you got a long way. You're young. And my man. birthday is August 10. I was okay. Yeah, I got same birthday as Kylie, Kylie Jenner. Mm-hmm. So I want to buy a house before I turn 20. Now I don't know how big the house might be, but as long as I feel like it's an investment, mm-hmm. if something was to go wrong here, I could always have something that I could rent out or sell. Same with here, like I. Like I didn't have a loan, so I'm not in a ritter. Mm-hmm. Like if something was to go bad in Charleston with like, like shopping places, like how they have like that whole, um, like that shopping malls are going out of
0: style or whatever. I can mm-hmm. still sell like the clothes out of my store and just mm-hmm. make my money back. I'm like a, I'm an investment person, so mm-hmm. I'm glad. I'm glad you said that. I, I mean, I almost forgot that point as well. Does, does online shopping hurt coming in here? People coming in here. Because right. a lot of people nowadays like to actually buy stuff online instead of you know actual yeah. stuff.
1: I actually just responded to somebody on Instagram. My lady put in a caption, it was a picture of me wearing one of my outfits. And she put in a caption, she was like, It would be amazing if you have this online. I live in Charlotte. My son will love this stuff. We don't have this here. And I was like, coming soon in a few weeks or whatever. But um, as far as like hurting it. I don't, I don't think so. But I, I, do think that whenever we launch online, it could be way bigger than mm-hmm. just here. Like getting the word out, if that that could possibly, be the, that could possibly be the door to like being in different cities and opening up
0: different locations. Like and already having a brand behind it, and like getting the word out. But yeah. My final question: What is your ultimate goal? My
1: ultimate goal is just to be a good person. Like I just love people. I really do love people. I don't know if it's because like I was always like the youngest person or maybe because I I dealt with real life situations or Mm -hmm. or whatever. And I've always been like that type of person growing up where it was like something that I didn't like I wouldn't do. So it was like some things that I would like complain about. And like now I'm like, if I complain about, I'm not gonna complain about it unless I can fix it. So, like, that's, like, my main thing, like, stuff that I don't like, it's, like, trying to, like, figure it out. Like, right now, like, one of my big things is, like, I'm, I just launched an anti-bullying campaign. And so, we're going to go, like, on a school tour to, like, all, like, the schools here in Charleston. Mm-hmm. That's a big thing. And I'm launching another thing that I can't talk about yet, which Great. would, like, empower, like, young people to follow their dreams.
0: Yeah. Jordan, I, I appreciate you, man. It's, it's you, really man. inspiring to to have a young entrepreneur like you. Uh, it's inspiring I, I, just talking yeah man because because i'm like i was saying I, I didn't really see this growing up so now to see somebody this young going after starting his own business man, and it's just impactful man i know a lot of people who appreciate who who've been thinking about going after their dream of starting their own business now they can look at somebody 19 years old who's done it and it's still you know of course learning along the way but this just shows that you, it is possible and that you can do it. it
1: is, but I get chills every time I think about it. Like growing up, you have like these big dreams, and you don't really want to tell it to anybody because you don't want anybody to like ruin like your dreams or whatever. And I've always been like that type of person until now. Mm-hmm. And it's like my main thing is letting people know that it is possible. Like for example, I read somewhere, it was like a YouTube channel, and like YouTube is like the best perspective of somebody's life same with instagram it's like the best moments of somebody's life mm-hmm. so like when you see like an entrepreneur doing something good it seemed like so it's so amazing but it seemed like you can't reach it or whatever mm-hmm. i want to show behind the scenes i want to show good days mm-hmm. and bad days because a lot of times you only see results but you don't see that in between that's where people get discouraged yeah. at. like for example the normal is to open up a retail store with two hundred thousand dollars so, like, thinking to go get a loan or whatever with the norm, mm-hmm. I didn't have that. I can count how many thousands that I started with on one hand. Right. And when the norm is, like, ten times that or whatever. and So, knowing that it's possible and you can start with little to nothing, you just got to have a work ethic um be determined and pre-consistent. That's about on faith.
0: Absolutely. Before we get out of here, Jordan, can you tell everybody where to find you on social media and how to find Birch and Yeah, so you can follow Birch and on all
1: socials at Bertrand Penn. Email virginpin at gmail.com. Website virginpin.com. You can follow me at underscore BMoreKing That's underscore B M-O-R-E king. Um and Jordan Jackson on
0: Facebook. Yeah. Jordan Jackson. <laughs> All right. I appreciate you, man. Thank you. Thank nice you for day. having us. Thank, um, you. Thank you for everybody here at Charleston. Um, till next time, hope you guys enjoyed it. Keep chasing the dreams. This is Cross Line Podcast. Thank you for listening.